Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best cake. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hal, this is making me hungry, my friend. Well, get ready. I hope you brought your sweet tooth with you. I can already eliminate half the field, by the way, on this one. <laughs> you, I yeah, knew you were why. going to go. No, why? no. Here's why. Because there's precedent yeah. here. We recorded okay. a while back with Casey St. Ange. Yes. Our pal, the hilarious Casey. Ice cream cake versus regular cake. And we yeah. can eliminate the ice cream cake out of exactly. hand. Yeah. yeah. So ice cream cake's gone. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's not half of the cake. It's not half the, it's like half of regular cake and ice cream cake is what I'm saying. Oh, that's fair. I don't even count ice cream cake as a cake because most often there's not actually any cake even in it. It's ice cream in the shape of cake. That's true. When was the last time you had a good piece of cake, Hal? When's the last time I had a good piece of cake? Well, no, it wasn't the cake I got Jennifer for her birthday last year. That was a bad cake or it was just a long time ago. No, it was this, it was this year. She wanted a vegan cake. For her birthday. How was it? Boy, has this year been eight years long. It was terrible. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a good vegan. I've only had one good vegan cake in my entire life. The frosting on this thing, the only good thing was that there were fresh strawberries inside of it, which Jennifer asked for. Sure. That made it good. But the the icing had – the frosting, rather, had an aftertaste like Novocaine. It was so bad. So it just numbed your mouth and then you tried to talk or drink water and neither of them worked? that feeling of like, there's something like my, I can't quite feel my tongue. Something is wrong with my tongue. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are some vegan versions of things that are very good. I'm not trashing veganism. As no, a no, whole. no. I'm listen. saying I've only had one good vegan cake. It was a lemon cake that Jennifer made for my birthday. That was very good. Right on. Well, I, I guess my main question is why do you hate animals? I love them. Uh, you're talking to noted gorilla lover. <laughs> Gorillist. Hal yeah. Lublin. Champion Gorilla. Diane Fossey Lublin. That's right. That's <laughs> Champion right. Champion Gorilla. Bob Fossey Gagliardi. Yeah. A five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> I saw there's this account on Instagram, by the way. It's called like Trekking with Gorillas and they mm-hmm. do guided treks into the mountains of, I think, Rwanda, where a small number of gorillas still survive and live. Mm-hmm. And the videos they post are largely encounters with these gorillas. And one of them is like a baby gorilla. That's like hugging a woman, not like aggressively, but just sort of like hugging. The woman. And she and I think on the caption is like, how about a hug? This woman, I've never seen a more terrified woman like she I could see her going like I shouldn't have bought the tickets and then I shouldn't have taken the flight and I should have canceled this. <laughs> and then eventually they just made some noise and the gorilla was like, all right, I'm out of here. But I mean, it's very sweet. I would love to hug a gorilla. You don't hug the gorilla. The gorilla hugs you. And you That's let true. it happen. You make yeah. yourself very small. And then, cause I think the idea is like, if the silverback comes over mm-hmm. and then he's like, I'm going to punch this thing into the sun, then, you know, you don't <laughs> want that. They're not, yeah. you know, they're not violent by nature, but they are protective. So if they sense something's wrong, they're going to have to step in. Sure. And punch you into the sun. Is that, are gorillas known for punching people into the sun? Uh, there aren't many left. Gorillas or sons? 
Oh, there was only one sun left. That's true. I think it's fewer than a thousand gorillas left. Are there really fewer than a thousand gorillas? Yes. It's depressing. Let's fix that. Let's not do talk about depressing things, Hal. Let's talk about, talk about fun cake. things. Let's talk the last about cake cakes. I had was from Susie Cakes, by the way. Susie Cakes is a yeah. very good bakery. All right. I like that. I had a mooncake recently for What's Chinese Mooncake Festival. It's very yeah. ornately decorated, not entirely sweet. Got an egg yolk in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a culturally significant cake and also a very delicious cake with a fancy lattice work on the top of it that's very cool looking. Wonderful. Yeah, very excited. What are your thoughts when when I said let's do best cake tonight because uh-huh. this topic was suggested Bailey Brown wants to know what the best mm-hmm. cake is. Were there cakes that jumped into your mind like the idea of a cake because there's some kind of out there different kinds of cakes and there really are, you know, there are lots of different varieties within that world that wouldn't necessarily be the first thing you think of when you think of cake. Yeah, what did I, you think there, of? There was a cake that came to mind that I, if it were just Hal's got this, it's just mm-hmm. if, if the show is just what is Hal's favorite thing, yeah. I would answer it right away. So it was the one that came up. But I yeah. think it's too controversial to be the answer. But as Ooh. you were talking about the moon cake, I thought, oh, well, there are cakes similar to the moon cake that hold some kind of cultural significance, whether it's yeah. to an entire nation or a very specific area of the nation that's like a mix of cultures. I'm talking about the king cake. And that is, we're definitely going to talk about some king cake because that is, look, man, that, that's a cake that comes with a game. Yeah. It's basically a donut. Yeah, a big giant cake donut with a plastic baby in it. And if you get the plastic baby, you're the king. But also you have to buy all of the cakes for next year. Oh, see, I <laughs> I I found the baby at, at Charlie and Lauren Fonville's house one year and then I just mm-hmm. didn't go back. So I never had to Oh, buy that's the cake. move. I didn't yeah. know about that part of it. I didn't know about that part of it to be Oh, fair. you didn't go back the next year. You're you're the guy that's supposed to buy the cake for next year. If somebody had told me I would have done it, but nobody told me, so I didn't know. I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> I won the baby. I almost ate a baby. I have a little plastic baby. Look yeah. at me." King cake is a cake that you eat slowly. You don't want to yes. scarf that cake down and then realize why does my tummy hurt and go to the doctor and they put that x-ray up on the x-ray machine uh, and they look at it through the light and they say, congratulations, you have surprisingly a fully formed human baby inside you. Wearing a diaper. Wearing a diaper that is tiny. Yeah. And fully formed, but only the size of a thumb. It's got the little curl of hair exactly. on its forehead already. You've got a cupie. There's a cupie inside you. You have a cutie baby inside. I'll tell you, if I found it early because I like, I'll be like first to the cake. I don't care. Yeah. And, but I'll do, this is my move. I'll be like, so are we, does anybody, I won't be like, when are we cutting into the cake? I'll be like, does anybody want to, like when I'm trying to think the way I say it because it does not sound like I really want the cake. I would be like, is it okay for us to cut into the cake right now? Not at a birthday party, oh, okay. but something like this. And they'd yeah. be like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and have the cake. If they tell me to wait, I'm fine. But sure. they gave me the green light. And I, I think I was the first slice and I found the baby. And I feel like that's also a service to everybody. In the there. first slice you found the baby? First slice. Yeah. I mean, it's wow. a ring. You just have you whatever piece you pick might or might not have a baby in it. Yeah. But I consider that to be a service because then everybody else can just chew with reckless abandon. Yeah. Then everybody everybody else can chew at full speed and with a very yeah. full mouth. Should they so desire to do that? Yeah. I like that. You're doing a service. Also, I like your technique for getting the dessert you want when you want it. 
It makes me think of going to visit my nephew last week in D.C. or Fairfax, Virginia. We're at the house and Annie and I are there babysitting. And Aiden turns to me and he says, Uncle Mark, I think Annie needs a possicle. It is at 830 in the morning, by the way. <laughs> I think Annie needs a possicle. I said, oh, really? Annie needs a possicle. Possicle, for those who aren't three years old, is a popsicle. Mm-hmm. Annie needs a possicle. I said, oh, okay, well, let's go to the freezer and get Annie a possicle. So Annie gets a possicle, and she's having a possicle for breakfast because that is what the three-year-old told her to do. And she said, Aiden, would you like a bite of my possicle? And he said, oh, no, no, thank you. And then he looked at me, and he said, Uncle Mark, should I also have a possicle? Mm. In the most inquisitive way possible, like he was doing me a favor by pointing out that that might be a thing that would make the day function. Yeah. So we all had popsicles and apple cider donuts for breakfast because I'm a great uncle and a great babysitter. What a masterclass of manipulation, though. Oh, yeah. I think Annie needs a possicle. Should I have a possicle? I mean, I guess you don't want somebody to eat a possicle by themselves. Yeah. As long as you're going, I would feel bad if she had a possicle all by herself. Yeah. Like, you know, one possicle is lonely. Two possicles is a party. Exactly. You get it. But we're not here to talk about possicles. I'm going to try the next time I go to a bank. Should I be given a million dollars in cash yeah. tax free? I'm sorry, sir. I don't know how we're going to do that, but would you like a possicle? Yes. Should you also have a possicle? <laughs> Should I also have a possicle? Here's your million dollars. <laughs> See, it works every time. It does. So I figured out a way I think we can break this down to talk about them. Okay. To divide the cakes up into some manageable categories. As usual, when we're dealing with wide-ranging things like this, we don't necessarily have to pull something from each category. But if something rises to the top in each category, then I think that that is something to take note of. Yeah. So the way I've divided this up, it seems in my very brief trying to get as many cakes under my belt for us to talk about as possible. And not to say that I haven't had many cakes under my ever-loosening belt in my lifetime. But for purposes of this episode, the cakes that went under my belt seem to fall into a a few categories. There is the supermarket category, which can be further divided into the produce section and the aisles. Then there's, of course, ethnically significant cakes, event-based cakes, shape-based cakes, and other. So why don't we start with the supermarket, specifically in the produce aisle of the supermarket, specifically in the fruit section, because boy, how There's a million different kinds of cakes that come from the fruit world. Do you have a particular fruit favorite cake that comes to mind? Uh, I like a strawberry shortcake. I like a lemon cake. Yeah, I'm a big. I like um the Entenmann's coffee cake with raspberry in it, or cheese, or raspberry and cheese. Mm -hmm. That was like a staple when we had family get-togethers growing up. Somebody had to bring the Entenmann's. Oh yeah, so that is dear to my heart. We always had Entenmann's for some reason, like there was a brief time when I guess my parents were really busy that that became our breakfast. It was just, we're going to put an Entenmann's coffee cake in the fridge. Don't worry, it's the low fat version. And then just cut yourself off a hunk of it for breakfast. That is uh, That was a glorious like three month period of my life where that was happening. That I don't is, know who uh, was going through else. something in the house. Yeah, that's that sounds but, like uh that sounds like therapy for someone. 
Yeah. <laughs> now I'm, I'm talking about the cake itself, though. Like, how do we delineate between something where it's actually in the cake and something where it's a topping for the cake? Well, it's both. It's like, yeah, it's you kind of can't separate them. We're going to assume for all this, it's the best possible. Like a sheet cake. As soon as you said grocery store, I was like, nope, because I think of those sheet cakes. I think they are mm. terrible. They are terrible, poorly made. There's a chemical aftertaste to the frosting. Yeah, a store-bought sheet cake. Yeah. While decorated frequently very well, I had an R2-D2 one when I was a kid that was amazing mm. and had every bell and whistle. But yeah, I'm talking about like, when I say uh, the supermarket, I don't mean a supermarket cake. I mean a section of the supermarket, like the fruits and vegetable section, where we'll find the namesakes, at least, for the carrot cake, the coconut cake, the mango cool. cake, the lemon cake, the strawberry cake, blueberry, pumpkin. I just realized what the best cake is. Oh, come on now. Because you cycled me. This, I think, is a finalist. What's that? It's the Jewish apple cake. Have you ever had that before? I have, and Jewish apple cake is on my list. Not specifically Jewish apple cake, but apple cake. We had a place in Knoxville called the Apple Cake Tea Room. And uh, a Southern, it is... Maybe it's because it's fall and we want everything to just be apple based. But yeah, I do love a really good apple cake, which is no surprise because apple pie, I believe, won our pie episode. Yes, apple pie is a great pie. This cake is fantastic. The Jewish apple cake in particular, mm. I think because of how it's made, because you let the apples soak in, I think it's a mixture of white and brown sugar. And mm -hmm. then it just, and some cinnamon and it just sort of, the liquids get out and it becomes all sort of gooey. And then you mix that in with your batter and then that goes into a bundt cake pan. And it is great when you first have it, mm -hmm. but a day later, it's better. It actually yeah. improves for the length of its useful life as time goes by. What does applesauce get used for outside of this? Applesauce gets used in cakes a lot to replace something. Is it the oil? It's something that applesauce some, gets some used to replace. I think you can use less sugar yeah. if, you use, if you use applesauce as well. So it makes sense to me that an apple cake would be and is delicious. Yeah, and of the fruit like cakes, that's, yeah. Plenty of sugar, plenty of cinnamon. Like it is, I mean, Jennifer made these for my birthday for a couple of years straight. Because it was something I grew up with that my great aunt Betty made, that my mother made. Mm -hmm. And it was so good, but it took a very long time to put together. She had to peel all these apples, chop them up, do the mixture. That has to sit yeah. while she does the other batter. It was like it took forever, but it was always so good and greatly appreciated. And maybe the only bunt cake on the planet where you mm -hmm. don't need to drizzle anything on it. The only thing you would put on the top was like the leftover juices from the apple bowl. Oh, yeah. There, you, you don't, don't do that, to, like the little glaze on top? You don't need a royal icing to put on top of it. Yeah. As much as I like royal icing, it's not needed. It's perfect as it is. I would argue that another great classic fruit cake does not even use. It's trying to pass itself off as something else. Okay. I'm talking to you, banana loaf cake, calling yourself banana bread. You're not a bread. You're a cake, banana cake. Do you count loaves as cakes? Yes, like I count loaves loaf? as cake. Yeah, a lemon loaf is a cake. A pound cake is a loaf. That's a cake. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I don't know if it beats the apple cake. I would put the lemon cake up there with the apple cake. I love a lemon cake. I love a good lemon cake. Because sometimes a lemon tart or other confections that are a little thicker and a little more dense, it gets a little almost too lemony. But a lemon cake, because a cake by its nature has that airiness to it, it's going to lighten up that lemony flavor. 
If you want to get a little extra lemon kick, put a little lemon zest on there, but you're going to get a nice balance of lemon flavor in a good spongy lemon cake. That's one of my absolute favorites for a birthday. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I like strawberry shortcake fine. I don't think it's a contender because I think it's the cake you have to put together. Like, you know what I mean? You had to take, you start with the base, then you have to figure out, all right, how much strawberry do I put on here? What kind of whipped cream am I going to use? It just feels like, and ultimately it's fine, but I don't think I've ever had, uh, with very few exceptions, I've ever had one. There's like only one I remember from my life. Other cakes I remember multiple times having them. Like different kinds. The strawberry shortcake. I love oh, the strawberry shortcake. One strawberry yeah. shortcake I had at a restaurant in New York. And it was good. It was really good. Yeah. I feel like a strawberry shortcake is, you can get lazy with a strawberry shortcake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've taken a scone and just put strawberries and whipped cream on it and been like, that's a strawberry shortcake. Or yeah. take an angel food cake and went, that's a strawberry shortcake. I got a great angel food cake technique for you, by the way, that I learned from semi homemade on the food network. Okay. You know those cans of orange juice concentrate? Yeah. Crack open an angel food cake, get one of those cans of orange juice concentrate, and just brush it on. By crack open, I mean slice in half and butterfly a cake or just, you know, flip it open so that you're okay. getting to the insides of the cake and then brush that on an angel food cake. And you, my friend, will thank me for your delicious orange or lemonade or limeade angel food cake. We got one more section of grocery store category before we take a quick break. Oh, but before we do that, were you saying that apple cake was a controversial one? No, that's not the controversial one. That's not the controversial one. What's the controversial one? Is that coming up later? Well, I'm going to, I'll throw out one that I thought it might be. Okay. The carrot cake. It's not also in the produce section. Yeah. I love a carrot cake. I don't think it's the winner. No, it's fine. Yeah. I think it's also, it depends too on the quality of that cream cheese frosting on top. Don't you think when someone says carrot cake is my favorite cake that maybe like you think they don't know desserts that well? Do you ever have that thought? (laughs) I think it's usually a person that like is very fit and works out a lot. Because I think in my brain, even though it's, it's totally irrational to think this, devil's food cake is not made with devils, that carrot cake is healthy because carrot's a vegetable. Uh Uh-huh. You know? But it's not. No, it's not healthy, but it's delicious. I think for me, it's it's the spices in it. It's that sort of spiciness to it. The ginger, the cinnamon, the clove, all that stuff that Uh goes in there. But I might prefer that in an apple cake. Yeah. Better use of those autumnal spices. Honestly, ultimately, it's fine. I think it's a fine cake. I don't think it's the best cake. All right. Well, now let's move into the aisles of the grocery store. We're going to leave the produce section for a little while. We're going to go into the aisles of the grocery store. And these are just for nominal purposes, not necessarily for being the base of the thing. I have matcha cake, delicious, coffee cake, peanut butter cake, almond cake, spice cake, vanilla cake. And another controversial one to put on this list, a cheesecake. Cheesecake is a pie. It's not a cake. Cheesecake is a cake. It's in the name. Cheesecake. No, it's a pie. No, it's a cake. Get out of here. I've had my mind blown by this already, Mark. I'm telling you, it is a pie. Well, for purposes of this, it's got cake in the name, so we're going to talk about it. It is not. What do you mean no? It is a little. Okay, what makes it a pie? It's the manner in which it's made. It's a crust with a filling in it that you bake. Mm. It's called cheesecake. it's, It's everything in the method of it. I don't know why it's called cheesecake. Maybe because cheese pie sounds weird. But it is a pie. It is literally a pie 
not even technically a cake. It just uses that name. If you think about it, Mark, you should be mad because it's been deceiving you. It's gaslighting you. Now, listen, I need you to do something for me. I need you to get a couple of ski masks. I need you to get some spray paint. Whichever color spray paint the word liar would look best in. And you and I need to go down to this one factory I know. You with? I'm going to paint it on every page of that 900-page menu they have. (laughs) Every single one. Let's see what's going on in the gallery with Ken Plume. Given cheesecake's structure, ingredients, and the way it's baked, cooked, and served, we're chiming in to say that cheesecake is a hybrid between a cake and a pie. Ah. It's a category on its own. Hybrid is going to win, but it is is pie, basically. Via Southern Living. So there must be a y'all somewhere in that sentence. It's a hybrid, y'all. Is there anything else coming out of this category? You mentioned coffee cake yeah. in the fruit-based cake category. We'll allow it. And then I got into some therapy moments. Uh, have you ever had a matcha cake, by the way? No. Oh, I love a matcha cake. Do yourself a favor. Try a matcha green tea cake. It okay. is delicious. Okay. Spice cake. I like a spice cake. I like a spice bunt cake, but I think the bunt cake that's going to win, if there's a bunt cake to come out of, that's a whole separate, separate category with the bunt cakes. But I think the apple bunt cake is going to come out of that. Uh, vanilla cake, I just put on there because I feel like that's birthday cake. Like white cake, vanilla cake. Vanilla in this case is a synonym for plain for me. Don't, don't shout at me, vanilla fans. I'm a vanilla fan too. Yeah, I like vanilla fine. I like yeah. a, if I was going to make like a Duncan Hines cake or even when I make, when I make it from scratch, mm-hmm. I make a yellow cake with homemade chocolate frosting. A yellow cake with homemade chocolate frosting is, for me, my birthday cake of choice, hands yeah. down, no question. And I do it all homemade. The cake, it's homemade. You don't do like you don't you and your friend Duncan or Betty don't uh No, I make don't it mess. from scratch. Oh. Awesome. I think a good housekeeping recipe that my mother-in-law uses or has used traditionally. So I made it for Jennifer's birthday one year. I think it was might have been 2021. I think it might have been within the first 12 months of the pandemic I made that for her. It takes a while, but it is worth it. It was yeah. so good. And I just made it as a sheet cake. I just put it in a Pyrex 13 by 9. Yeah. Done deal. Call it a 9 by 13 because I have my cakes in portrait mode. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and then we're going to look at some other categories of cake and we're going to see what is going to break on through to the other side and by the other side i mean our tummies which are really in need of some cake right now but in the meantime listen to this and we'll be right back hi i'm stacy molsky director of business operations and i'm here with my fellow worker owner richard roby producer this week for co-optober we'll be highlighting other co-ops who work in the arts the past few years have been challenging for all kinds of creative industries we at Max Fun believe that co-ops are better suited to meet these challenges, and there are a lot of other companies who feel the same way. So all this week on our social media and website, we'll be sharing interviews with some of our fellow co-ops. And head to our YouTube channel, Friday, October 20th, where we'll be talking with worker owners from Defector and Stocksy about their co-ops and why the model works for them. And next week is Volunteer Week. Learn how you can participate in that and get details on exclusive merch, our live streams, and other Co-Optober happenings at MaximumFun.org slash Co-Optober. That's C-O-O-P-T-O-B-E-R. 
All right, class, tomorrow's exam will cover the extinction and de-extinction of the dodo, PowerPoint as an art form, and the history of Eurovision. Any questions? Uh, yes, you in the back. Uh, what is this? It's the podcast Let's Learn Everything, where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom. I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella. I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? (laughs) No. (laughs) Obviously not. No. It's a podcast. (laughs) We are back Hal, where do you want to go next you want to talk about some chocolate cakes varied chocolate cakes i do all right where do you want to start you go ahead i've got a list in front of me but i think it might behoove us to just start throwing some out there because those are the ones that are going to make us excited okay by the way one from the produce aisle that i think people are gonna be thinking of is the pineapple upside down cake uh not a winner (laughs) here's the i forgot that when i had it written down exactly here's the controversial take Okay. My favorite cake outside of that Jewish apple cake. Mm-hmm. If I'm not having that cake, I want German chocolate cake. I love German chocolate cake. I, do I love too. the icing, but I think it the reason why it's controversial is because of the coconut. People either love or hate coconut. There's really very little in between. Yeah. I love coconut. I love coconut. I love German chocolate cake. Do you know how I'm about to Frankenstein's monster you on this one, and maybe some of the people of the world as well, where the German chocolate cake is from. It's from Texas. It is from Dallas, Texas. That's Sam right. German. Sam German. Sam German came up with it. Sam German did not come up with the cake. A woman in Dallas, Texas came up with the cake. Samuel German was the chocolatier of bakery oh. brand chocolate. So it is not German chocolate cake. It's not German's chocolate cake. It's a German's chocolate cake. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you're using, ger- she was using German's chocolate, which is bakery brand chocolate. Right. To make this cake. Well, look, whatever pedantic semantics we do around this particular dessert, I love it. I'm a big fan of German chocolate cake. Also famous for the pecans that are mixed in mm-hmm. with the cocoa. So, I mean, look, two different kinds of nut. Oh, ah, yeah. I love a German chocolate cake. There's also Black Forest cake. I'm a big fan of Black Forest cake with the cherries. Chocolate and cherry is one of my all-time favorite combos. It's a great combo. And then just uh, a straight-up chocolate birthday cake with chocolate frosting, man. Just like straight-up chocolate cake. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. Oh, what do you mean? Yeah. You did the, you did the, how Lublin, that's too pedestrian for me. No, it's not pedestrian. No, no, not that it's um, Mr. Tan Foods, please. Not pedestrian for me. (laughs) It's more like, it's like, yeah, I get it's good. Like it's, it's good. It's good. I like a little something extra in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Black forest cake has that cherry element. I like the fact that a German chocolate cake has that frosting. That's what sets it apart. Mm -hmm. So all of the things being equal, if you're a chocoholic, which my father is, he'll just eat the frosting and he literally eats all the frosting and leaves the cake. Really? Your dad yeah. and I, uh, Bill, if you're listening, let's split a cake because I am generally a low frosting person. I like the cake. I want a cake. I don't need a ton of frosting. Don't give me the big, yeah. like, floret made of frosting. It'll be wasted on me. Yeah. Wasted on me. I just want the want. cake. Yeah. 
Can I tell you a cake I made one time for him for his birthday? Sure. It's a chocolate frosting. It's a, it's a chocolate layer cake. It's mm-hmm. a three-layer cake with a chocolate frosting that I infused with uh, mint extract. Ooh. And then I melted Andes. I was just going to say, did you melt Andes, Andes on it? And I Did it make the swirl? The did it make the color swirl? No. No, it was basically just all – it was all just chocolate color. It was all brown because yeah. that's the dominant – that's the dominant part of it. So I, that is what I made that I made like a shell for it. And it was so dense. I think it was the first time I'd ever really made a layer cake before. And it was super mm-hmm. dense. The cake was way too dense. Um, but it was very good. It tasted good with a glass of milk. You had to have something with it. For goodness <laughs> sakes. Yeah. If, well, if it's that dense, you shouldn't have anything with it. Like it, right? If you're, it's like having hard tack. Just let it fill your stomach. You don't need to, you can't put anything else in your stomach. There's no room for anything else, is there? (laughs) Well, it's like you're trying to swallow it. You're like, (laughs) like you try, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Look, I am fully comfortable. Look, I don't care. We, we try to do things as objectively as possible on here. Uh Coconut may be controversial, but a German chocolate cake. It has all the criteria of the chocolate cake that we want. It's got good chocolate. It's got a good frosting. It's got a little something extra. I think that's key. When you mentioned that, I think that's a nice thing I would like to have in a cake. Yeah. A little something extra, you know? Just a little, yeah. little, little something. So do we have our finalists? No, we're not done yet, Hal. Oh, okay. There's more. We've got more to get through. Okay. We've got now, this is called shoulders. This category is called shoulders. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Hal, you walk into a store. Uh-huh. No one is around. You wait 10 minutes for uh, somebody to come up. You're going to buy a cheesecake from this cake store. Okay. This is not the, 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 what you're buying is not important. What is important is they have a pie section. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, you're in a pie shop. Love it. For some reason, they have a cheesecake in the pie shop. Sure. Nobody around. No clerk there. No. You could just walk out with this cake. You don't even no. have to leave money on the counter. There's no prices written anywhere. It's a bakery. There's all this stuff out there. And you're trying to decide whether or not you should take this food that you know maybe you shouldn't take. And guess what appears on your shoulder, Hal? Two different foods. An angel food and a devil food. Which food are you going to listen to? Remind me, I think uh, angel food cake is trash. What? It, it has the consistency of a foam pillow. Get out of here. I love angel food cake. It's fat free. It's egg whites. That's yeah, exactly. It's what are we oh, doing it's so here? Good. It's it's maybe it's because when I was a kid, we were on every box was green snack wells. We had the fat free everything as kids. Yeah. So that was the cake we always if we had just like dessert in the house. So for me, angel food cake, that's my childhood is uh-huh. a slab of angel food cake with a scoop of ice cream on top. Fat free ice cream, of course, that would just slide right through you. Thanks, Olestra. Or Olean, whatever it was called. Yeah. What is the devil's food cake again? I don't remember. Just super chocolatey. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if I'm going to pick between the two of them, I'd rather yeah. have the chocolatey cake. Right. But will that, will a devil's food cake beat a German chocolate cake or okay. Mr. Samuel German's chocolate cake? I don't think it will either. Because if you're adding chocolate to chocolate, you're not giving a little something extra. You're just giving it an extra of its little something. More of the same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now let's take a look now at a couple of. Specific to different cultures, cakes. From my people, the Italians, the delicious tiramisu. Oh, I love a tiramisu. Though, 
it can get real heavy with the rum. Can I tell you something? You don't like tiramisu. I have found of the many restaurants that I could go to that have a specific style of cuisine mm-hmm. that it is in an Italian restaurant that I am least likely to order dessert. Interesting. Because you I, don't like tiramisu? I find because Panna it's cotta? really like Spumoni? a couple of choices. It's cannoli, it's spumoni, it's panna cotta, it's tiramisu. Tiramisu, I don't think I've ever had one that I liked. I like That's the fair. idea of it, but yeah. I think it's, I just don't think, I've not found that style of cuisine to be very good at desserts. I like the almond cookies. I love, mm-hmm. like, the closest I'll do is go to, like, uh, a t- <laughs> you know what I had recently that I haven't had a long time? I don't think this is necessarily, I don't think this is Italian at all, just in name. Mm-hmm. is Stelladoro cookies because we used to have those when I was a kid at like nursery school that was our treat like and the almond an, cookies that are shaped like an S yeah it was at an Italian deli they have chocolate yeah. and vanilla and I went went to a, an Italian deli and they were selling them there I was like I'm gonna buy some and they were great it was like they were fine are other cookies better 100% but that was a very nice memory I love an Italian that is Stella Bakery come on man we've been to the Stella Bakery in San Francisco together when we went and did mm-hmm. shows I love all of the pinola cookies there. Yeah, uh, yeah, all of that is great. Also, it just dawned on me that tiramisu is not actually a cake because it's layers of ladyfingers. It's more like right. a trifle than anything. Yeah, yeah. Soaked in coffee. Espresso. What about uh, if we're staying in Europe, a couple yeah. of French creations that Mary Berry is a big fan of. That is, of course, the how would you I don't know because I'm only reading these okay. and not hearing them out loud. G-E-N-O-I-S-E. Genoise. Genoise. Yeah. How do you say Genoise. that? Uh, wait, uh, S-E? S-E. Yes. yes. There's an E after the S. You pronounce the S. Otherwise, it's just one. Hey, look at that. Good to know. There you go. And then, of course, uh, Opera Cake from France. There's a very specific, very fancy, specific layers. I think it's like a, it a statue. It has a chandelier in it. It has a chandelier in it and wears half of a face mask, takes whoever you're in love with and drags her down into the depths of the building. Served in a rowboat. Sure. Yeah, exactly. It's... Mm. <laughs> It's a almond sponge, espresso, buttercream, and chocolate ganache. And boy, is that good. Just that looking at good. it, that's good. There's, of course, basbusa. Basbusa is a Middle Eastern cake. Have you ever had a cake that has an, uh, like a, a sweet, sticky cake that's got a, uh, an almond pressed into the top middle of it? No. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, uh, yes. really good. I, I've never had one, but yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Very good. All, you know, nut and fruit. Coconut, semolina cake flaked with coconut, soaked in syrup with the top lemon, rose water, orange blossom topped with an almond. Delicious. And then, of course, an American regional cake, as we mentioned before, the king cake, the only cake that comes with a baby inside. I would argue that the king cake ought to be a finalist. Yeah, I think of it more as a giant donut, but it is a cake. It's just, yeah. the, it's just the manner. It's a ring cake. Yeah, it's a big yeah. ring cake. Yeah, it's very good. I've enjoyed it's every delicious. One. It's a, there's a game a involved. Yeah. It looks like it was decorated by like 20 drunk people. Yeah. And it's an event cake too. It bridges the gap between yeah. this and the next category I wanted to talk about, which is event cakes. Okay. This, I think, is a perfect combination of a regional delicacy. It's got a game involved. It's colorful. It's specifically colorful. So it's steeped in tradition and it is an event cake in the same way that two other cakes that I would like to throw out there, which are, of course, less about what the cake itself is than what they represent, and that is a birthday cake and a wedding cake. Uh-huh. And that, uh, if you remember, when we did our cake versus pie episode, that was what ultimately 
or was that was what one of the uh the final criteria for cake in cake's favor was that cake is much more often an event thing and it's a specific like there's a cake for a different thing i mean a wedding cake is the only cake on this list that'll cost you a thousand dollars wouldn't you say though that by and large one of these event cakes is going to be made up of one of these other types of cakes we've already talked about yeah like our cake was a i think it was a white cake with an almond fondant and strawberry filling yeah so it's basically a version of a few different kinds of cakes we've already talked about. Now, it's nice that it's in a bunch of layers and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Well, whatever but cake wins, think... we can just add that element onto it. Why not? Why not have add multiple layers onto whatever wins? You know what's going to win? An apple wedding cake. Never seen it before. If well, it is, you know what? Like very, Guess like, what? These people are far afield. Like, oh, look how, <laughs> look how, look, look, not even far afield. They're such free spirits because it is a very specific type of cake. Like, it, uh, they're beautiful. They're really well designed. They taste very good by and mm-hmm. large. It's more about the event than it is the cake, I think. Yeah, I think that's true. If you're getting married just so you can have a cake, just buy a cake. Right. All right. I want to throw one more wrench into this before we really dive in and talk about some finalists, which at this point, I think, are apple cake, lemon cake, German chocolate cake. Anything else climbing out of there for you? I think that might be it. I don't think those are tough to beat. Here's my wrench I'm throwing in. Ah, Patty cake. Yes. No, the band cake. Oh, sure. Yeah. Best cake is uh, the ones that covered Donna Summer. Go in the distance. I would argue, for me personally, I don't know if this is a whole can of worms to open, but I would argue that a cupcake is a superior cake to any sliced cake. Portability, Uh, portion size, you uh get yours. That is your cupcake. Yeah. Variety in the way you do it. You can be one of those people that pops it in half, flips it over, does the sandwich style. All of those people apparently are doing it the quote-unquote correct way, if you listen to what TikTok tells you. I am team cupcake over big regular cake any day of the week. Oh, I don't... And I think any of these can be made, except maybe the apple cake, which is done in a bunt pan, which I love a bunt pan cake, also feels festive to me. I think that any of these German chocolate cake could be done as cupcakes. Lemon cake could be done as cupcakes. I mean, and all the other ones that we mentioned, carrot, vanilla, mango. Did we mention mango? I like a mango cake. No. Yeah, I am I am cupcakes all the way. So I would posit that should it prove to be possible to make this cake in cupcake form, that is our ultimate winner, I would argue that the cupcake version of that cake is superior to the sheet version of that cake. I'm going to tell you, I've never in my life, and I've had a lot mm-hmm. of cupcakes, had a cupcake that could hold a candle to a slice of cake. What? I find, Incorrect. I find, and I've had Cupcake Wars winners. I've had mm-hmm. crazy New York cupcakes. They're, they're very good. I would rather mm-hmm. have a cake. One big one we didn't mention was red velvet cake, which is also very good. Oh, cake. yeah. I do like a red velvet cake. And it's, I and it is to write that infinitely down. better to me in cake form than it is in cupcake form. I get why that is that? Portable. See, I think it's I think it's way better in cupcake form because you I know, like. I think you mentioned the word. That's it. The word is portable. I like no, the no, portability. No, no, I'm saying I don't think portable is important. Why don't you? But it, a cake is meant not, for multiple. Want, 
I don't want a slice of cake that I take with me. A cupcake is mine. A cake is ours. And we all yeah. take pieces of it. Unless I go, here's what I've done that's very clever is I've taken a bunch of cupcakes and I made them look like a cake and you just take the cake that you want. Yeah. And it's, it's fine. Very clever. It's, it makes them so much more portable unless you're having, unless people are always coming to the place where the cake was made. It's easier to get the cake to a place if it is in cupcake form. How many times have you seen Ace of Cakes or any of these shows where they have a big cake and as they're getting it out of the car, they tip it over? Ruined for everybody. Yeah. The portability of of a cup. The the part of the fun is the Russian roulette of it all. Of of that show, yeah. It's like, how are we going to get this cake that looks like Eddie Van Halen's guitar stuck in Mount Doom into the back of our Sprinter van? Wait, is that a real thing? Eddie Vedder's guitar inside Mount Doom. Did Peter Jackson order that for his birthday party? I bet he did. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I just, I don't, the fact that it can be ruined, like, oh, I could be holding, I could have a platter of cupcakes and trip and then they're all ruined. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't, I don't buy that as a premise. I think cupcakes had a very strong moment where they were really popular and everybody had like cupcake bakeries, Mm -hmm. sprinkles being among them. Um, sure. The really good one in New York that had like crazy cupcakes. There's a really good cupcake place in Culver City. But that what makes first ever cupcake? What wars. makes a slice of cake better than a cupcake to you? Part of it is if I'm cutting myself a piece of cake, I get to decide how much it is. The other is, in general, there's more filling. If there's going to be filling, like cupcakes with filling are a novelty. Cakes with filling are expected. If you make a layer cake, you have all these different parts of it. You have more frosting if you're a frosting person. I just think yeah, I'm not a I, I just think in, in almost every single way that the cake beats the cupcake. I but I get I think cupcakes are fine. I don't think that they're terrible. I've just I've never See, for me it's about for me the reason I think the cupcake is superior to the cake is I think of all of the moments in life that require a cake or uh-huh. that uh, that are that benefit from a cake. And if I am bringing a cake to a thing, I'm bringing the cake in the pan. I'm bringing a stack of plates. I'm bringing napkins. I'm bringing a trash bag. I'm bringing forks and knives. I'm bringing the big knife to cut the cake up. Probably uh-huh. going to bring some wet ones because it's going to be a big old mess. If I have cupcakes, I'm coming with a little container that's got all the cupcakes in it, pre-frosted, pre-portioned. If you can choose, you can make your portion size. You have two cupcakes. If you want another cupcake, have another cupcake. But I think that as far as the portability, as far as the impact on the environment, you don't waste as much paper and plastic with cupcakes as you do with like a somebody's birthday at the office or at school or uh-huh. any place that you would take a birthday cake. Uh-huh. Think of all the plastic forks you're wasting, Hal. Uh, sorry, that's not that doesn't cut it for me. I'm not going to pick the best. No, you don't have to cut it. That's the beauty you of it. You're eating it. The beauty of and it also, Hal, is you don't have idea, to cut it. The idea that there's no mess involved in a handheld cake that you're giving to children that they will put all over their face, that they will drop. Like it's going to be a mess. And even adults too. Like you, it's okay. Not, hold it's on. You can't that argue clean. that you can't argue that a cupcake is more messy than a cake cake though. Sure. I can. How? How in the, where in the process of cupcakes is a cupcake, is the cupcake process messier than the cake cake process? And actually eating it with your, like, I'm going to take a bite out of this thing that is frosting. Now it's on my face. You're going to do this. You're going to take a, you're not going to take a bite out of your cake cake that has frosting on it. No, because I don't hold it up and eat it like a pig's trough. I use whatever silverware is available and I get only what fits on there, which is usually enough to just go in your mouth. 
How? You, you know, you don't have wife, to, if you don't have to put the whole cupcake in your mouth. My wife loves cupcakes. Do you know how she eats them? With a fork? Yes. Yeah. No, I know. We've met. She puts them on a plate with a fork. Amazing. And eats it in pieces. Amazing. That's That feels like an outlier. I think I've just personally never had a cupcake, and I've had a lot of them. This is not for a lack of sampling that I thought was better in quality. And nor have I ever had a full-size cake that I was like, boy, I wish this was just a cupcake. Ah, that's where we differ. I prefer the cupcake version of any cake. Uh-huh. Well, I don't but think... How about that's this? Not the to- that's not the topic at hand. That is just a sidebar topic. Well, how about this, then? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what form it takes. Okay. If the combination of ingredients is right, then you can have your cupcake form of it, and I can have my full cake form of it. It doesn't matter. Can How's we that? eat it, too? Yes. All right. I'll be over here not making a mess. Good luck. (laughs) All right. We have lemon cake. We have apple cake. And we have German chocolate cake. Uh I think I have a victor out of these three that comes to mind. I know I have definite one that is not the winner. Lemon? Yeah. Yeah. Lemon is great. But I think each of us has... Look, we try to, again, stay objective. But each of us has... Too many subjective feelings about the other two cakes. You and I each have too much of a vested subjective experience in these other two cakes for this uh-huh. to really be an objectively chosen episode. Okay. That said, I don't have the subjective connection to the apple cake that you have. I think it is delicious. I think it is the flavor combination is wonderful. I love a bunt cake. I like the shape of a bunt cake. I like that the slices are sort of pre-portioned for you. Like it's almost like a like leaving the grid function on your camera. You know how to make everything even with a bunt cake. Right. And I love that. I love the flavors of it. It feels like fall. It's fall now. I mm-hmm. get excited for those spice and apple flavors. And I think apple in a cake is just wonderful. That said, for me, I think a chocolate. When I think of cake, the first word that comes to mind is chocolate. Okay. But I want my cake to have a little something extra to it. I think my mom's cake that she makes every year that we love when we come home for the holidays every year since I was a kid and every year on my sister's birthday, which always falls around Thanksgiving, we always have this cake, which is very similar to a German chocolate cake. It's not exactly a German chocolate cake, but is it just an Entenmann's coffee cake with a coconut on top of it? Like just a whole coconut? Yeah. Not even shredded. Just a whole coconut. Yeah. Just water and coconut all. coconut sitting there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a whole hairy coconut right there on top. Just the same, you know, it's the same thing as a German chocolate. Are you saying German chocolate cake is the winner? I'm saying I think personally, both, I think that subjectively, it's one that I absolutely love. Objectively, though, I think as it is a chocolate cake, it stays moist. I was loath to use that word this episode, but I figured I had to in this instance. It's got a great frosting. It's got a fruit element. It's got a chocolate element. It's got that icky, sticky, gooey thing that you want out of a cake. I think that the best cake to me is a German chocolate cake. Plus, you can be pedantic and tell people that, you know, it's not really from Germany. Were you going to say personally and professionally? (laughs) Personally and professionally. Personally and professionally, you pick the German chocolate cake. I'm fine with that. People of the world, if you don't like coconut, hold your nose because the best cake is the German chocolate cake. It's got pecan. Pieces. It's got coconut. It's got an interesting brown sugar 
kind of frosting with a great chocolate cake. So you get a little bit of everything. Get everything you could possibly want. What else do you want? Too bad. It's not in the German chocolate cake. You can't have it. That's the way it is. Not all these rulings are going to be easy for you. Sometimes you're going to agree and think it's great. Sometimes you're going to be upset. But the one thing all these decisions have in common is that you must comply. Asked and answered German chocolate cake. Wow. (laughs) That didn't really extol the virtues of German chocolate cake so much as shame our audience into remembering the rules. Look, I did both. I said it's great. It's got everything in it. And uh, your belly aching falls on deaf ears. We have spoken, just like the Ugnaughts. Well, this topic is closed. Thank you to Bailey Brown for this topic. I don't know how long it's been there. I feel like this one's been there for a while, but I'm glad we got it taken care of once and for all. There are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us via email at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com or you can join us in our Facebook group and talk about your favorite cakes. You can bellyache a little bit. It's fine. You're free to do whatever you want. Facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, who you can support at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. Also researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you. The people of the world, let's all gather around and eat cake together. You know what? How? Not cupcakes. We're going to all gather around around a great big cake. We're going to get real messy. We're going to use plastic forks. Can we do the thing where we take wine glasses and use that to scoop up our pieces of cake so that nobody has to touch it? Now that is how you stay environmentally responsible. Yeah. Wine glasses full of cake. That's what we're going to do with you, the people of the world, without whom we would not be here doing this show every week and uh, getting to get real hungry, talking about things that we love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.